No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanar, Mr. Rob, and Ken. Episode 175. What's up, y'all? How y'all been? Big number. Yeah, it's a big number there, brother. Yeah, it's a it's a big number, but like I was saying behind the scenes in the scheme of things, like yo, we gotta we gotta get back on our grind where we was recording every week. (laughs) We we gotta pick it up. We gotta pick it up. Yeah, because yo, it's people that go live every day. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I can't make that commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I can't make that commitment, but there are people who go live every day religiously. Um, so I guess I needless to say that that's 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 us uh saying that we gotta we gotta get back on our grind and put out more content, you know, and uh, give the people more interviews or just even discussions like we're gonna have tonight about different topics. Yeah, I was while I was in Greece, I was um posting like shorts too, like just you know, like just different sites and walking through Greece and yeah. um. All Is that. Your first time in Greece or your second? It's your second, right? This is my first time in Greece. Okay. Yeah. Yo, it was really, really hospitable. Like the people are really nice. Yeah. Um, felt like super safe out there. Um, they the got Euro- a mentor. He's from Greece. His name is Akis. Oh yeah. Yo, the euro is kicking the U.S. dollars. But oh, yeah. 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 The euro is kicking the U.S. dollar. But but it, it was like yo, it was like really hospitable. Like good people. The food, you know, I'm a mad picky eater, so the food was probably better than what I anticipated it being. That helped. Um, cup, yo, coming off of Morocco, in Morocco, <laughs> I was looking at stuff like, uh, uh I, don't <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know, out there, you know, yo, but the craziest joint is like probably the best meal that I had out there was in Delphi. I said, yeah, I think it, I think it was like it may have been Delphi um, or Olympia. Like they had like a buffet set up and they had beef stew. Okay. I'm a beef stew dude. I like beef stew. Yeah, I like beef stew. Do you find that the the, the cuisine is comparable to Italian food or not? Um, you know, I see a lot of similarities. I see a lot of similarities between you know Italy and Greece and Italian food and Greek food. Um. You know, there's a lot of like in terms of like the seafood piece, the um, the the, the flavoring, of course, a lot of pizza. Right. I guess it's like the Mediterranean. Right. Um, they got bread. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a lot of bread, a lot of olive oil, and a lot of wine. Yeah, I like bread. I like bread. You know, <laughs> wine, but yo, it's like wine with every meal, literally. Uh, you need you need to get wired up, I guess, man. Get your blood flowing. Make that food for that. Yo, they got um, they got a drink called, I think it's called Ozo. Okay. Ozo. And Ozo, there's no legal drinking age. I found that out. The tour guide told me. It was like, there's no legal. <laughs> so I was like, so when did you have your first drink? She was like, I had my first drink of Ozo at six. Cool. Six years old. Wow. Ozo is like Patron, though. Like, it hit, it hit different. It hit hard? Wow. Yes. Imagine being six years old. And taking taking a shot of ozo. <laughs> they put kids to sleep with that shit. Yeah, take a nap. Yo, they probably are. Yeah. They probably are. They definitely probably are. A lot of walking. Um a lot of really getting it like trying to get adjusted to the time zone difference. Um, you know, them them seven hours, boy, it, it just I'm still trying to recover from um from that. But other than that, yeah, it was it was I definitely liked it better than Morocco. You know. Right. It was a really good experience. What y'all been up to, though? 
me per se, um, house stuff. Um, I don't know if y'all know. I don't know if y'all mentioned the time that Kamala is in Hawaii. Oh, okay. She yeah, she did a, 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 a AWOL move. She dropped everything she had going on here and she moved to Hawaii. Now, the move is um, temporary because out there, you have to live on farms type of thing to kind of get acclimated with the area, especially where she is. So right now, she's located on a farm um, with a nice family and she's learning how to farm and do things like that. But in the meantime, she's able to learn the, the, the area because she wants to teach there. So that's her goal. Yeah, but what led to her just saying, I want to go to, what part of Hawaii is she in? Um, not Honolulu. It's definitely not Maui. It's a big island. <laughs> um, it's a small island because she flew into, Ho- into Honolulu. And then there was another 40 minute flight to another island. Oh, okay. So. I spoke to, actually, I texted was it today, I think today. She said she was fine. You know, there's, there's some things to get, to get used to because now I don't like bugs. So I'm like, you gonna be on the phone? And you don't <laughs> like bugs? How's that gonna work? Hey, right, so she ain't crying bloody murder yet. So she's enjoying it. So outside of that, um, I got my hands into some things being creative right now. Shout out to my man V, Vernon. He got me locked up with some good people. She got up, remind me to tap in with you about that at the end of the show mm-hmm. um and just house stuff bro i'm just I'm just kind of cruising and finding my niche that's all i'm gonna say trying to find my niche yeah yeah yada, so, what's up with you yada man with me what's in just um to change the position what's the name and getting adjusted to what we're doing these overnight hours <laughs> overnight wow you got the graveyard shit yeah so so getting adjusted to that and working with the kids on a couple of things was um son's back from school so he's in the job hunt so i'm working how with was, how was his, um, his year out there oh uh, he loved it he, he loved it out there so yeah what's up what up y'all what's up, up baby girl how you holding up yeah yeah that's good that's good good stuff bro what we got going on shop all right so first thing we're gonna talk about tonight is meta being sued for addictive tendencies to teens in several states I want to, I want to, let me just give you all like a brief overview of what the actual claim is <laughs> so we can make sure that we, we're accurate this. So uh, it says dozens of states sued Instagram parent Meta on Tuesday, accusing a social media giant of harming young users' mental health through allegedly addictive features such as infinite news feeds and frequent notifications that demand users constant attention. In a federal lawsuit filed in California by 33 attorney generals, the state alleged that Meta's products have harmed minors and contributed to the mental health crisis in the United States. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that that's accurate? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that that's accurate? And if so, what can Meta do differently? Well, it's, it's accurate. And because you, you talking about dopamine responses. One of the things I said in the article was dopamine responses. Dopamine responses is a neurotransmitter. It, it touches your happy place. Mm-hmm. And you, you and you know algorithms, how they work. They're set up to whatever you enjoy, we're going to give you more of that. So that's a ploy. That's a marketing ploy. And 
I looked at it deep. I'm like, well, damn, they're doing that to us when we were just watching TV too. So yeah. anything under behind a screen that's influential to you, that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get this erratic behavior that's removing you from what you're supposed to be doing, now being sensationalized and and uh, just immersed with what you got in front of you. And I think it's I think in that article it said the young girls are hit more girls affecting them more. I see that personally. You know what I mean? Because every little girl from 25 and older all look the same. Same eyelashes, same baby hairs, same (laughs) movement. They do this and I'm like, that's the influence of the phone and the apps and Snapchat, TikTok. Those things repetitively once they once they get going it's hard to turn it off even adults adults need to sue too if that's the case the motherfuckers are just doing this yo rob you, you read my mind because that's what I, that's exactly yeah. what i say that so, it's not just specific to teens it's adults too anybody that's on there anybody that's on there so you can go in there and search and look now for me personally i'm Internet, internet always, but it's internet apps, it's all about information. That's all I want, information. Just so I can stay abreast, just so I can stay. Now, do I get excited? Basketball clip, I don't know, a car clip, whatever. Yes. And I noticed that when I do that, now I got a bunch of poor shit in my feet. Like, I just want to like the Porsche. I ain't want all this other shit. <laughs> but it made me understand how algorithms work. So, what is affecting these teens because these kids, these, a lot of these teens, they don't even have just basic know-hows, man. These kids, honestly, I'm gonna be honest and please don't shoot shoot the messenger. These kids are soft. <laughs> not they're, they're, not, they're not built the same and these phones are distracting them from just moral fibers like endurance. Huh? Like you can't talk to them without them in their field. Mm-hmm. And in the moment they, one the moment they in the feeling, they go right to the phone like, I ain't got time about TikTok, all this. Yeah. Son, it's crazy. It's crazy. One dude I heard said, he said, it's so bad that kids don't go outside. When we grew up, we knew every kid on that block. Most kids don't even know who their neighbors are. Yeah, that's true. Yellow said it's kind of weird because it touches your happy place at the same time. The majority of people on social media are highly depressed. You know, I, I, yeah, I think that um, also like this is an issue that's not specific to teens only. I also look at it for um, for adults, you know, but it's been exposed a long time ago, especially before it was meta when it was Facebook. Right. That the industry was about selling selling data, you know, right. so they know they know for a fact what it is that people are viewing and then they feed people that stuff is interest-based ads yeah you know, on they're going to give you more of and they're going to um show show it to you and then i think the other element of it also is that social media has created a dynamic of fomo and the instant gratification around the notification stuff so you think about like even the dopamine part and the neurotransmitters right so when you see that light on your phone light up that has a notification that you have a dm or you have whatever it is automatically <laughs> I gotta look at this. I gotta see what this is about. Or I gotta check my likes. So I gotta, you know, I think that what they're looking at is probably the the piece around saying that teens are more susceptible to it because mm-hmm. adults supposedly can use discernment in terms of how much they use their phone. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is that, and, and I would imagine that Meta's counter argument to this is gonna be well, 
if you look at now all of the different things that are put in place like these apps have tracking mechanisms in place to monitor that even iphones have screen time and all that yeah. to be able to kind of capture that thing because that shows that it's been on the radar for years that people are spending entirely too much time on social yeah. media on the screens. what are you gonna say ken a lot of this stuff is really like it's, it's kind of a, a multi-pronged thing and i gotta say it's only gonna get worse so what people don't understand is we talk about the algorithm right now with the emergence of ai those algorithms and those those um just the things that discern your lights Right. move way faster so they can adjust on the fly so that this stimulus is not getting you to go on they'll switch and it'll move fast mm -hmm. now what happens like we talked about how we have the different things that register screenshots and register things from kids they they're basically trying to say again that's a parental issue where yeah, we say, right. well, people are not monitoring their kids and and we've seen that to be some cases and then when we talked about as far as adults like it we we got to look at the fact that a lot of people are living their best life on their phone and stuff because the most of that stuff, I mean, a lot of people's stuff's not real. So they get up there and they post these beautiful pictures of these great things going on in their life, but that's not actually reflective of who they are. So it gives people an opportunity to project out to the world who they want to be as opposed to who they actually are. Right. And that's a disconnect because you need to know who you are versus who you want to be now trust me i'm ambitious too there's a lot of things i still want to be even at the age that i am but <clears throat> I, I i practically i know how to get there i don't need i don't need uh a, a like or, or a comment or anything like that to, 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 yeah. to, to, to boost my morale to move forward um but that's me i'm an adult i can discern a child can't discern that and one of my daughters even said, I wish I didn't stop playing with this phone. <laughs> it's coming from a 20-year-old who's saying, like, this damn phone is the devil because she started to notice her behavior. Like, damn, I got it in my hand. I'd rather pick up my phone before I pick up toothpaste and a brush and, like, shit is in your hand. Like, let me put it down and brush my teeth without having the two together. Yeah, it's conditioning, bro, and, that, and here we are, bro. Yeah. Well, could you, could you, can you imagine just even the, even the, the pressure associated with social media, or the pressure mm -hmm. associated with smartphones that you know, like now that ongoing access that people have to you, that you know, and then the other part of it, I think, is also like the the instant gratification. Yeah, yeah. like you know, like I want to post these like this this video or whatever it is, so I can get some likes as a result of it. Um, previously, I used to I used to look at social media and say like, damn, why is everybody living such a good life on um, social media? But now I'm starting to see more and more just unfettered stuff <laughs> that I'm like, this is this don't really belong. Off the rails. right now. Why are you? Why am I watching? Why am I hearing? Them? Yeah, it's like damn, like you know, I you know, you going through it, what you do, you know. You got this going on. You in the ambulance, yo? It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. His name in the ambulance. Next thing you know, underneath they post, you see "Rest in Peace." Like, damn, you really videotaped and uploaded you in the ambulance before you passed away. That was you wasn't worried about surviving. You was worried about videotaping yourself in the ambulance. To, so I, I just I I don't know. I think it's bigger than a teen issue. I don't know how the government yeah, would be able to regulate it though. It's I, much bigger than the teen issue and. 
Fiala's point, it's only going to get worse. And how do you regulate it with AI doing what AI does now, with yeah. collecting all of this data so it can service you wow. when you type in the prompts mm-hmm. that you need? So it's making you engage with the algorithms to keep on in that process and totally forget about everything else because you know trees still grow outside, grass still grows, the sun still <laughs> come out. So you know it eliminates that part of your reality about things that are real versus yo oh, I need to get, I need to get on my phone, I need to do this, whatever the case, man. What Meta did that made it worse was when they started well, right now it's monetized so what happened is with them even if you wanted to disconnect some people now have changed their lives have changed based on there's people who making money off of it they're making money and there's a whole bunch of people that aspire to be social media influencers and stuff like that that's, that's like a real thing now so yeah now you have people one of the things they talk about is the profit part of it it's not just meta profit and this individual's profit and all that well i was about to say if if they can afford to pay you how much you think they make yeah off content um before just before um reading yellow's comment i was thinking like think about so we talking about neurotransmitters and we talk about dopamine how is that any different than the advertising that you see on tv it's not it's the pace is, you know that the pace the, the pace, pace the pace is much faster because what happens yeah. is okay on tv you see something and it's a it's a it's a, um, a moment in time snapshot mm-hmm. whereas with algorithms and ai you scroll you can, it all day. you can click this and they realize okay this is not working and they can keep just sending you sending you some new stuff right something piques your interest on tv yeah. you get the snapshot and that's it oh, okay yellow said i watched i watched the documentary on social media and they'll even send off phantom they'll send out phantom notifications just for you to pick wow. it up <laughs> uh, no. once you pick it up you won't put it right down yeah, yeah that's that's, that's damn likely right scam likely <laughs> yo i watched um on the plane i watched and i would recommend for anybody to watch it's not a documentary initially i started to watch it because i thought it was a documentary but it's um it's the blackberry movie and it really talks about like how the blackberry became the world's first smartphone like phenomenon Mm -hmm. and one this makes me think about like one of the scenes in the movie where they were in jeopardy of um you know they were in jeopardy of having palm pilot kind of take over and the guy that was ceo was like i want a blackberry he was like i want blackberries to be in everybody's hands so then the way they end up handling it, he was like, I want you to go out in the community. I want you to go to country clubs. I want you to go wherever people are. And he was like, I just want you to get on it and just be obnoxious and just be loud and just check your emails and just do whatever it is in front of people, you know, and they showed like them going out doing it and people walking up to him and be like, yo, what is that in your, what is that yeah. in your and whatever, you know? And he was like, when you present it to people, don't tell them it's an email machine you tell them you know what this is my this is my smartphone or my smart device or whatever it is and that was probably like the beginning if you think about it of people actually really getting hooked to you know like smartphones because that you had your email access at your fingertips yeah. then after a while it evolved to the sms um text message right you know look where we're at you know everything is chirping yeah i just don't, i just don't i just don't see a way that the government can regulate it like i know in china it's you know they they have regulations yeah. around that stuff but they also communism <laughs> free speech so i don't i just don't know like i've seen um zuckerberg on capitol hill at these different type of uh these gatherings that they have yeah. people together and then he speaks about all the stuff involving meta and everything but it's just so far gone that 
you know, part of it is going to fall, like Kenyatta was saying, in the parent's lap. is like, this is a parenting issue. You have to regulate your um, your kid's phone use, you know? And then that creates a whole different set of problems for, for parents and kids in terms of their relationship. It's going to be a disconnect between the child and the parent because you're not allowing the child to be like the rest of their friends. Back to my child, who was desperate to have an iPhone, not a regular phone, but she needed an iPhone. Because her friends had it. She tried to back doors. I needed the basketball with him and the <laughs> Yeah. And you didn't even play basketball like that. So now you just got a phone because you want to be on Snapchat and all this other stuff to later all realize I should have never touched this damn phone. <laughs> and yo, check this out. The parents can't regulate the kids, they can't regulate themselves. Yeah. 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 Right, yo, these kids. I got do as I say, not as I do. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this that I think that internet companies found out. Like I don't know about for y'all, my internet provider. I have the ability to cut access off to yeah. different devices, mm-hmm. and that kind of takes away the back and forth struggle around stuff. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. You know, my children are not young where I need to regulate their phone. Like right. that, I would right. imagine it has to be some parental control that you could disconnect the internet at a certain time or something, you know, to, to, to limit it. So that way you don't get into the power struggle of the phone. I, I got a guy at the job that anytime his kids don't do what he wants them to do, like take out the garbage, he cuts off the, cuts off the surface. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember oh, back in the yeah. days at 12 o'clock, the, the colorful lines came on yeah. TV to six in the morning. In the broadcasting day. Oh yeah, how to do, bro? So, what is the end result? What do you? What are they? Are they seeking compensation? Are they? Do they think that Meta needs to um to fall Meta. back on the amount of ads that's displayed? Like, are they trying to clean up? Because you figure Meta just launched Threads also, and then Twitter rebranded, and yeah. you know TikTok is on the rise, and Snapchat. I just <laughs> don't know how they. If there's anything social media, they can do. social media execs are on a high right now. They're about to. Yeah. All of these platforms that people use and be excited about. I don't see Meta changing because it's no. money. It's a corporation. And one thing I learned in the corporation is that they play with the psyche of the of the watcher. I've watched them do it. I've, I've actually sat in a meeting about corporate blue and corporate red. Why these colors are draw and attract and move? Yeah. You get people alert. You get you, you use blue for people to be comfortable. You use red for you know what I mean. It's, mm-hmm. it's a whole game to get you influenced into what someone is saying. You know what I mean. So I don't see it changing. I think parents are you know whoever that, that started that committee out of the forty states with governors and all that to go at this big conglomerate of Facebook and Meta. Man, they got enough money and lawyers to, to yeah. see how long you're going to be doing this. While that's happening, there's going to be a robot coming down your block <laughs> telling you you need to park somewhere else. Yeah. I think it'd be that's too the, hard. Um, that's the attorney, attorney generals. But you know what this, you know what this is going to be? This is going to be the modern day gun control um, <laughs> yeah. issue. Same I'm way that people are right. gun control, then it's going to be, you know, we need a because social media is the wild wild west so somebody at some point gonna be like we need some kind of regulation but the reality of it is the internet been the wild wild west forever you know what let me tell you with those regulations though it turns into another way for the government to make money because what happens is now you got people lobbying to listen to allow that stuff to happen so it's just it's a transfer of the money right now the money goes to the individuals you transfer the money back to the government 
and you have people all types of people protesting if they put these regulations on because a lot of people rely on this stuff now for income right well, one thing it's i think amazing. that meta one thing i think that meta could do that would I, I think that would help and i just think it's social media in general that if you're gonna be on social media the same way if you have like a digital wallet or something like that they need to have the verification of id you know yeah. um for so that way you know who it actually is that way everybody's actually a verified person you know but social media will never do that because these platforms that boast having like hundreds of millions of users then it's going to dwindle down drastically because you're going to find out it's one person with 500 troll accounts <laughs> actually have serious instead of having those 500 users so if you actually require somebody you know you got to have your license or some form of identification for verification of who you actually are or a parent has to legally accept yeah. whatever it is and they have to provide their license for verification or whatever it is or there's access there's restriction to certain access if you're a certain age and a parent yeah. has to sign you up that slows down the social media companies from getting users like social media they just want they just want users and users so they could bolster for um, ad revenue because that's remember elon musk wanted to pull out of the deal with twitter because twitter told them initially they had whatever amount of users and then he ended up finding out like most lot, yeah. bots taking people <laughs> and all this stuff or whatever you know like so then imagine going to um to to the nba because we're gonna be talking about the nba next and being like you know you want to advertise meta you know we got 180 million users or whatever you know versus them saying all right so what are your real active users how many people you got well we actually only got 1.8 million you know well they they got hundreds of million users obviously but you know they just they don't care they just want people to to sign up just to say yeah. we have kind of users you know but those are that to me that would be a start to kind of being able to actually regulate some of this stuff you know that way you actually know who are the people behind these accounts you know who who is the person that's soliciting your kid you know sending these ads non-stop yeah so while, while we talk about the nba let's switch to our next topic you know i don't know if you had an opportunity to, to yeah this but you know it's word on the street is that the nba has been sabotaging ice cubes big three uh, let's start with you, Ken. What do you think? Do you think this is I, true? I was going to say, I'm about to say so, something. Poor guy. I, I, I got to tell you, I don't it think is, it's... It I so think it is, I think what's happening now with, with the NBA, more so than any other sports league, is that the money's not there anymore. I don't know if anybody's watching how the TV revenue and all this stuff's happening. So all those big contracts that the NBA anticipated, now you're starting to see games on HBO Max, on Amazon Prime and stuff. Because those other questions, a lot of people don't realize ESPN and TNT both said last year they're slashing the amount of games they're going to show by like 33%. Wow, I didn't realize yeah. that. So a lot of those games are getting moved off of there to Amazon Prime, yep. into HBO Max and different things. So what happens is, they're now fighting with the big three for actual like publication television time. Mm. And what happens is if you like be a sponsor or something, it's tremendously cheaper to air the big three games than it is an NBA game. The NBA contracts are insane. Like for you to air those for TNT to have that NBA game, that's like a twenty billion dollar contract. Wow. No, they they um they they're marketing. They, they I think they earn over like one. 1.66 billion some crazy number yeah that the nba uh drew in man so they they one of the first things they did was they started because you noticed that they fired all those different people at different right. instances and different oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut, but yeah. that, that just wasn't enough so they went back and looked at it and now 
what the the real problem is that on top of the NBA fighting them for it is they only want to air certain games. Like if you look at the schedule this year, you'll see that of course the Lakers will be aired. Um, Spurs because of Spurs because of Wimbayamba, Phoenix. I remember though. I remember though that there was there was once upon a time a lot of these leagues would be in a contract that you have to air at least every team at least once. Nope. Now now it's different. Like Sacramento because they played Golden State last year, they went from having one televised game to twenty two this year. Wow. So, wow. and San Antonio had, I think San Antonio might have had two televised games to having like 41 or some 40 or something wow. crazy. That's, that's marketing then. Mm-hmm. Now that the attention is drawn to Sacramento and all these other low market uh, teams, and now they're getting, getting some notoriety. Like the NBA posted $1.6 billion in sponsor revenue. Yeah. Now you know they got the... They got media locked down between broadcasting and television, okay? Mm-hmm. TV. Yo, Rob. But you mentioned something about streaming, and that's yeah. the new fucking, that's the yep. new Yo, Rob, you know the NFL would kill themselves if they were, woke up and they only generated $1.6 billion? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's on week 16 you talking about. <laughs> the NFL would go crazy with those numbers. Yeah. They'd be like, yo, only $1.6 I think every league, every league outside of the NFL is in trouble when it comes to this yeah you know and i think that that's why they're all trying to figure out why you say why, why you think they're in trouble they're in trouble because nobody's view everybody's viewership is down yeah and nobody and 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 the nfl is the staple of for the states nfl is so bad that the nfl now is starting to look into tapping into overseas markets you see like now yeah. they, London, Germany, Mexico, and all that because they not hurting. The NFL practically sells itself, you know. Yeah. Like, and, and and the NFL don't go for it if 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 teams don't have a um the stadium filled to a certain capacity, they, they black it. out. Yeah, they black out. They won't even show it on TV. Like the worst, though. I, I I would probably go on a limb and say, not even looking at the data, probably the worst performing NFL team probably generates as much revenue as if not or close to the best performing NBA or Major League Baseball team. Yeah, I believe it. You know, it's just it's just a fact. Like the the, the television ratings over the years for M, for Major League Baseball that and NBA, despite the fact that their stars has declined and the NFL continues to increase. The NFL may have took a slight step back, but it continues to still yeah. prosper. You got 82 games in the NBA, 162 in NFL, and Major League Baseball under 17 weeks of football. It's more exclusive. It's, it's more exclusive. So, you know, when you hear that, da, 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 that, that that's a draw in it, in itself. But I think the reason why all of, the, all of them are starting to drop in, in, in viewership. The phone oh, yeah. is not paying TV. <laughs> He does not pay attention to TV. We're preoccupied. Sports now has become entertainment. So if you want to be entertained, you can watch it. Most people stop. My, I just told my man Dre. He's like, yo, man, between the calls and all that, it's fugazi. The referee goes to the table now. They got to explain the rules to you. Who gives a Well, it's entertainment. It's, it's an entertainment what? value in that. And, what? Look at look at both look at the leagues though. Look at the, the the transformation of the league. So now Major League Baseball implemented these rules. Why? Because they want to generate Major League Baseball wants to generate more interest. So they made 
base pads bigger so people could steal bases. They yeah. took the shift out of the game yeah. trying to I increase know that. the crazy. offense. Yeah. Actually, that's the amount of time that pitchers have to throw pitches because right. they, they can get more offense, more people will tune in. Here's the other thing to consider, right? National Football League, NFL, the people wear helmets. How are the people who wear helmets that you can't even hardly see their face more recognizable than the players of these other sports that you can see their face? Yeah. That's the popularity of the NFL. The NFL just it sells itself. And I can see why the NBA would be like, you know, we got all these other things working against us. You know, God forbid, God forbid, this big three thing catches on fire, takes off. And Ice Cube strategically positioned the big three not to compete against the NBA because it takes during the time when when the NBA is not even going. So what's, what's interesting about that too is the NBA, you know how you know you're in trouble when you start doing gimmicky stuff. And now you got that in-season tournament and all this foolishness. Like, this is just like, let's try to see we could generate interest type of thing. Yeah. And then we know it's real gimmicks because not only are they doing it, you know that the people who win that each player gets a million dollars? I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's the dopamine, son. It's the dopamine response. Everyone is on crack right now to be sensationalized and entertained. And all they're doing is using the images and all the collective information to keep motherfuckers well, up. You gotta figure, they, they, they got the NCAA tournament to compete against, too. That's another that one that's comes up. And people watch that because it's like, it's a single elimination. You lose, you go home. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Right. I think eventually, oh, wow. I, I do think the NBA is going to cut the number of games down. I think that's going to happen. Well, you spot on. Like, the only way for them to actually be able to to probably generate more revenue is that you gotta I think that they should tinker with the product but I think that they shouldn't make it cartoonish you know yeah. like after a while it loses it loses the purity of it and then people are gonna be like this is just not the same what I thought it what I thought it actually was like I wouldn't be surprised if after you well look at the NBA they like we going back to the old format for the all-star game yeah not only are we going back to the old format for the all-star game we're gonna be penalizing people if they don't play and they start yeah. sitting out these games and everything. People are really, they're really looking hard at like, how do we actually retool our management around here so we can compete? And one of the things I think that they was doing with the big three, which I'm surprised that Jalen Brown was able, um, was able to actually play in like their all-star game or something Yeah, I like didn't that. think that would be possible. Like, but they, but they told NBA players they don't want them actually playing and competing. I never heard them say that they don't they want them to play players and they would go play in the Rucker. Well, they yep. can well, that's the game. Playing the Drew League and all those other things. They sanction those leagues. They sanction them and support those leagues. I think they could. The reason he could play in an All Star game is because it was considered uh, an entertainment event. So oh. it's almost like being in a celebrity softball game or something. Oh, right. well, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll fix that up next time. The same yeah, you know, basketball I event. I would have been bugging. Like, imagine you would have tore his ACL after getting. Don't he got like the. Highest yeah, the contract. biggest contract in all, all the season, three hundred million dollars or something crazy. Tez, yo, right, Tez, Tez ACL going for a layup on Catino Mobley. But I also think the NBA's problem problem too is that they have probably as, as much as people they got the NBA Players Association is one of the best unions in the world. Yeah, they own fifty two percent of the league and players' salaries are like insane. Like if you, yeah, if you look at the the value on the players versus now and before. Oh, it's, it's, it's insane. Like you got like Giannis and Anthony Davis just got three years deals for sixty-two million dollars per. Yeah, yeah. 
that. Yeah, that's crazy. This dude's averaging $5.4 million. How did they get that money? Probably by increasing concessions and ticket sales and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, ticket sales, television revenue. That's why That's why they don't want the big three. <laughs> right. YouTube, I, 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 I bet you that, bro. YouTube. You see um, Showtime is getting out of the business of boxing also. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was crazy. Yeah, because everything is going to be like, I'm sure they'll probably either be YouTube, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Like, those are... And yo, you know who said it? Crazy ass Adrian Broner said it before. He was like, "Man, y'all gonna be fighting on apps soon, bro." <laughs> <laughs> he was right. That's what's gonna be. Cube said he had a, he had a contentious beat for Silver, and that's probably why Silver don't like. I, I, you know, my thought was, you know, the NBA was like, "Yo, you using all these." Yo, what's up, Van? That's my man right there, my man Van. My man Peace, beat up Peace. Oh, you got you got all these former NBA players, and I think because of that, when you hear that, so it was like using using the word NBA, like you can't say former players, but the players after they retire, they can go do what the hell they want. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. It's very it's very conniving for them not to you know or to blackball or to mention to other. Uh, advertisers and investors, you know, mess with them, mess with them. I'm pulling now. That, that's that's kind of shady. They trying to pull out from no advertising at this point. But you know what I was gonna say? I haven't watched the NBA All Star Week in its entirety mm. in several years. Is there three? Really? Is there um three? Yeah, yeah. They have. I was gonna say that would be the next thing. Like, oh, why are you watching them? We got three man. Well, they do. They they do it like they integrated with with WNBA and all that stuff. They try okay. to do. Right. Quietly, quietly, three on three basketball is becoming bigger because a lot of people don't realize three on three basketball was added to the Olympics. Mm. Yeah, they actually have professional three. I know a a kid that I used to coach that plays in a professional three on three league in Europe, like in France or something. Yeah. So three on three basketball is becoming much bigger than people probably. Let's 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 just be real about it. I mean, the the product. The product has not been good, so maybe and maybe instead of worrying about the big three, like yo, fix the product, get the product. Yeah. Again, a lot of the game <laughs> is garbage, <laughs> you know. Half the time, like I remember taking my son to a Knicks game. The product and, is the players. Um, he wanted to see um LeBron. LeBron ain't even suit up for that game. Well, they got to blame some of this on Kawhi. Kawhi, right. Kawhi, right yeah. out said, no matter what it is, he's still doing the same thing, and right off the top. They should have been like, all right, hold this fine for that. Yeah, because... time you sit your ass out, 50 grand. But yeah, just, just, I just think the quality of the game, like the competitiveness, the all-star game, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't watch the, the all-star game is trash. Um, just, to me, the only time I really get interested, honestly, is the playoffs. It's just too, entirely too many games. So they could incorporate something like, you know, MLB, that dictates who the home field advantage in the playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah, yeah but that's garbage too. Product is down the tube, so that's about. Like, yo, I I can't remember, and I used to love baseball. I can't remember the last, maybe because the Yankees sucked this year, but I can't remember the last baseball game that I've watched. I haven't watched a baseball game from start to finish in a while, and probably the last NBA game that I think I watched from start to finish was probably last year in the playoffs. In the NBA playoffs, I think the first round, um, the Kings versus. Golden State. After that, I just lost interest. I'm like, it just, 
It's not. It's not what it was. It's, it just it's, doesn't have the same. Entertainment now, bro. You know. They 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 did a lot towards like I think I think what it is is that basketball and some sports sports is more of a purist type of thing the same way we consider music, uh-huh. so they're not catering to their base. They think that they can bring in all these new kids by yeah forget it just let people run up and down and shoot threes, and all this other stuff. When the most of the people a good bulk are people that are older that watch basketball and watch sports to see sports. Yeah. So they should they should probably like you can get some people, but you can't cover everybody. You can't try to get people from eight years old all the way through eighty and think everybody's gonna have the same level of engagement. The NFL did you see the NFL thing? The NFL has some thing where they have like the Toy Story game. Like I was watching something where they were simulating the game with toys or something on Nickelodeon or something. Like (laughs) I cannot. Yo, the game yo. on Deontay said the league is very soft. The drive to play went down and assassins went up. <laughs> <laughs> yo, there are a lot of assassins. You think it's a sassy out here? There's a lot of divas. You know, I'm going to tell oh, yeah. you, just speaking of assassins, probably that's the reason why I don't want to watch either because it's just too much flopping, man. Oh. Yo, you getting fined for that. Yo, you see what happened? Yeah, they got What's the fine? $500? It's popped out. They got the Nick play already for it. First game, yeah, right off the top. Kid. I think Yo, his, his brother was pissed off because Jalen, because uh, uh, they Tatum may get called for a foul, but they called they called yeah. Jalen Brunson for a flop. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if LeBron already sent them a hundred thousand. Prepay. I'm a prepay for it. Your whole lack. I'm gonna be flopping a lot this year. You know, like flopping. I just be some of the stuff if I be looking at. I'm like, damn, like. I, the quality of the game, like I think, if they could address the product, retool the product, then I think they'll be all right. But it's ex- it's extremely competitive, and they're not gonna NBA is not gonna they're not gonna beat no NFL. No, you know, they're not gonna beat out when March Madness roll around. You got to compete with that. You got to compete with co- college football. I wonder if college football Colorado's ratings are equal well, to the roof. Games. Colorado Colorado games are through the roof. But right yeah. now. Well, the NBA's in trouble anyway because I wa- I did watch a couple of games and LeBron don't look like LeBron right now. He looked like last like, year he was thirty four. Now he looked like he might be forty in one one off season. So, <laughs> like put it this way, I've never seen LeBron. I never watched. I watched one and a half LeBron games this year, right? And there's been no dunks. He the layup king right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something's not right there, and he's the face of the league or something. And now they trying to minute restrict him down to twenty nine minutes. I'm like, this dude is the face of the league, and look who they got backing him up, John Morant. So, yeah, exactly. He's looking old out there, dude. To Adam Silver's credit, though, like I think that the dude is—I see him as being a visionary and being innovative. Because think about it, yo. Yeah, yo, yo, Adam Silver. Remember for Abu Dhabi, bro. Yo, Abu Dhabi. Adam Silver, the dude. You see people jerseys, advertisement on jerseys. Yo, Toyota, Motorola. Yo, anybody don't even know who they are, bro. Golden Palace. <laughs> now let me tell you what's gonna happen. They want to get that money, but you're still seeing logos on the shorts. Right. They're gonna add another patch. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> that sponsorship is going up, but you shouldn't be flooded. You don't even see the team. 
You're going to see Apple. You're going to see McDonald's. You're going to see... The digital displays. <laughs> it's going to change like a billboard. <laughs> you're going to see Boeing jets and all sorts of shit on these clothes. Well, in, in Europe, if you look at those jerseys, that's what they have. The jerseys got like your name. It got all types of advertising on it. You got to go charge your jersey before you put it on. You got to a Roman billboard. Oh, that's, that's where we are, man. <coughs> They're gonna put the AI on the jersey, so whatever they think you want to see. <laughs> I do want to see Q succeed, man, because I like the league. Is yeah. it boring sometimes? Yeah, because it hasn't picked up its notoriety. How long has it been? Seven years? Yeah. Mm. He changed the rules, though, a little bit. So. <laughs> What, what it used to be is that he used to like you used to have to be out of league x amount of time so cube this might be pissing him off too because cube was like yeah listen if you leave the league today you can start playing tomorrow <laughs> listen yo and he, he wasn't like that before like the nba like you know how you had those dudes teetering on the fence whether they come back to the league like that three-year thing where they bouncing in and out for cube nah. giving that text, bro. yeah cube was like yeah listen you come right now you done man Salaries are. I wonder what the salaries are associated with the big players. Oh, he, he cheats the game with that too because if you big ticket, you big ticket. If you're not, like you you could play, you could play like it's crazy. If you play for the University of Kentucky and you think you're gonna get people to watch and you got the name, your checks gonna match your name. Mm. But if you like like a regular dude that just played basketball, that's good. Like Catino Mobley's a bigger draw than some of these dudes because you know who Catino Mobley is. Right. Somebody getting twenty five hundred dollars for the season? Uh, probably. <laughs> um, they and um, oh, you know who said that? Um, this guy. Um, who was it? Who was it? I think about it? Was it John Wall or somebody? Right after they finished playing the NBA guard, that was really good. So that he used to take his own money because he wasn't trying to stay in those hotels and take them flights that they were doing in the big three. Mm. He's like John Wall taking the big three? No, not John Wall. Oh. Was, who was it? Somebody was like, yeah, you stay in motels, not hotels. <laughs> and that you guys will be on Soul Plane. In the Players do better at AAU. Shit. Damn. Getting jammed up. You have to leave. Them. The, the, NBA, right? the NBA as a non-profit, right? Ain't they, the foundation said the NBA Foundation is a non-profit organization established and initially funded by 30 teams. The foundation is focused on driving economic opportunity to empower or an empowerment in the black community. I was going to say, the NBA is a minority initiative. You ain't Yo, so what the fuck is black with an ice cube? It's purple? Get the fuck out of here. Out. Yo, the NBA is a 501c3? Yo, <laughs> it, is, it is a for-profit organization. Oh, but, however... The NBA is a nonprofit organization established and initially funded by all 30 NBA teams. NBA cares. There you go. But they got another ditch effort, too. You heard they're looking to expand the league, expand the team. So mm-hmm. what you do with that is you do remember, I remember a lot of people remember years ago, they're going to make it so you can only protect certain amount of players. They're going to allow you to drop somebody because of salary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm here in Seattle and Las Vegas. Las Vegas is, is done. I'm 100% sure they're getting that. They're going to yeah. get they gonna definitely get something. Yeah. So yeah. what is the thought? Because I, I guess the thought process for Las Vegas is figuring that you always got people in town and maybe they'll go see a game. It's crazy, bro. The casino can get them tickets out for free. Yeah, <laughs> You can walk the strip. You want to go to a game? Yeah. That's it. Mm. 
all entertainment, so you can gamble, go watch a game. Well, you know, that's not, that's that's where the additional revenue mm-hmm. comes from. That they need to figure out a way to, to to tap into the gambling joint. And as long as the players aren't gambling, you know, that's what we're slot machine. Did you hear Brooklyn's doing that? You heard about that? Brooklyn is thinking about modifying their seats to have a way to like do stuff like do fan duel live in the stadium, like something where. They ain't connected wow. with the sports gambling people right, right, right. and it's in the stadium. Oh. So you can gamble on any games and stuff right from your seat. Well, that's perfect for Vegas then. That's perfect. Smart. The Nets are big. The Nets are one of the people heavily looking into that. Like They might be the first team to incorporate that. Smart, smart. Have y'all been following this story with um, Cesar Pena and DJ <laughs> Legend Real Estate? Rico, well, Cesar Pena, I believe he was indicted. They picked him out. He's like out on a million dollar um, bond. For his yeah. uh, his Ponzi scheme, where he's supposed to guy's money. allegedly brought <laughs> it a whole bunch of people out of um out of money for properties that supposedly that they were um investing in, um, but you know, I, I I'll let you guys talk first about it. Like I, it's just it's very interesting. I, I got one. Interest, I got an interesting statement off the top. Sometimes <laughs> you just need to listen to Joe Buttons. Listen, bro. Imagine <laughs> Joe Buttons. Yeah. Because he made it say, I took it to my Desert Storm team. All of them rejected, bro. Every all single one. Yeah, five, all of them like, yeah. They nah. said, nah, bro. I, 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 you ain't pitched that right. Because they knew it was somebody taking yeah. the money, son. Listen. Yo, how much, though, how much responsibility do you guys believe the investor, the person who actually invested, should have in this? And I want you to think about this. Like, from what I understand, people were told that they would have a return of up to 30% and up to two to three months. That's, yeah, that's not realistic. Because that, that, that was the draw to bring your money in. Well, my, my thought process is this, and the same thing like going back to that housing scam, the larger housing scam. Think of it this way, right? If you could make 30% in two or three months, wouldn't billionaires be doing that? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, 34, you have the richest people in the world would just keep doing that. You wouldn't even be able to get into something like that. Right. Yo, yeah, what investment, what inve- only investment I know in two to three that months. You get that kind of money is the mafia. Right. When they in, put the the street. <laughs> in the street. In the street. That's the yeah. only investment you can make that. That's a dispensary like, right now. Yeah. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, do the investors have some responsibility in this like do they need to take some ownership like damn like i really thought that this was a, an investment like i got greedy let's just call a spade a spade like i can't think of an investment just off the top of my head that i could be like i i could put x amount of dollars in it i could get a 30 percent return in three months well you know what happens and this is how you get people so you say 30 percent in three months and people instead of taking their money out because even if they got it like nah wait if i can get 30 in three months i can hang in there and that's how he was getting them yeah that's he getting them. now here's the here's the real question is dj does dj mv have responsibility in this and if so what is his responsibility he was trafficking he, he was the face. They made him the face. They like he they made him the face of it. So that that's what kind of hurts him is that he was like rich man. That's trafficking, bro. You done brought the little kids. <laughs> you know, Listen, even people was promoting it heavy on his yeah. his joint. He was luring him in. That's the reason why he went to his Desert Storm family. 
Listen, even in his ignorance, it's not that much ignorance, bro. If you if you're wise and you're paying attention, yo, you know you know somewhere in there there was some shifty shit. But according to Pena, all the twenty cases that he received had nothing to do with him. So he's trying to save face, in my opinion. Well, you gotta, you gotta figure. Get out of you gotta figure Envy Envy put a lot of money in him. If, if they can if they can really truly attach Envy to this, he's gonna be in a lot of trouble because they're gonna start going after his personal assets and everything. Yeah. I think I, 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 Yo, so here's my here's my take on it. I like to think that I was gonna say I like to think that DJ Envy is smart enough, you know. And I don't see that as being like a um I don't look at I don't look at him and be like, you know, it, he exudes being an intellectual. Um I think that DJ Envy, I think I think that DJ Envy was a person who saw an opportunity. Here where I'm going with this, not an opportunity to scam people, but an opportunity to say like, oh, you know, we could get money from this, from the seminar portion. And yeah. I believe that right. DJ Envy probably created the seminar portion because DJ Envy probably did do some kind of business with the dude that was lucrative. Yeah, and for like him doing business that was lucrative with him said, oh, this is an opportunity I want to share with other people. Now, what people don't realize is that DJ Envy has a platform that's probably like the number one rated um, show, in, in, of course, in the market, but across yeah. the country, number one rated morning show for whatever age demographic, yeah. that if you do bad business with DJ Envy, he has the ability to get on a platform and slander you every day. Yeah, so in order for you to set up a Ponzi scheme, like some somebody at some point has to make some kind of money with you to be yeah. a mouthpiece. So I think that DJ Envy was just to me like he was the person who was the advertiser that um that brought C's opinion into the public light by doing these seminars. And yeah. I think people looked at DJ Envy and was like, "You made money with him. I feel comfortable because you made money with him. I want to invest also." Yeah. So with that being said. To me, I look at it like if anything, DJ Envy is is guilty of having bad judgment, yeah. and probably a probably a fair consequence for him would be for iHeart to say like, "Yo, we gotta fire you because yeah, we don't want to be associated. We don't want our brand to be associated with something like this." But yeah. did DJ Envy? I don't get the sense that DJ Envy, Envy knowingly said, "Yo, where are we gonna line these people up?" And get yeah, no, no, absolutely. Whatever. I just don't see that. No, and, you know, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't see that. I think the bad part about it for him is that when he went to, like you said, his Desert Storm crew and everything else, the people like the money makers said no. So because they understood, it didn't sound practical. Well, the problem is, is he went to people who didn't really have money and basically talked them into giving them what he what they had. So he sold dreams. Well, DJ Envy was the pitch man of it. The other dude, he don't care where the money come from either way because he's keeping it. Yeah, he got Envy in the, the front runner. Like, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you listen to Envy, was pushing it. Some of the stuff I heard him say, he was pushing it as a way for people who didn't have money and different things to come up. Like like a way to, to help disenfranchise people and stuff like that. So that's what I'm saying. So DJ Envy's promotion of it was at a seminar, right? In the yeah. context of the seminar. I don't think DJ Envy went out and was like, yo, that word, you know, you make... 75 grand a year nah. you know, bread this that or whatever i think that at the seminar yeah. him at the seminar and was like oh this is a way to make money because yeah. people easily become enamored with the ability to make some quick money yeah. and i think that, that was the part now what happened is to me i think dj's env- dj envy stardom or popularity 
makes him a much easier target with yeah. this. You lose your bread, you're gonna be looking around like, yo, you vouch for this dude. Yeah. <laughs> because you vouch for him, somebody Fire gotta give me my money. Right. I need mines, bro. Yeah. The envy saw he, he he made it a seminar, he turned it into a club. That's what he did. <laughs> he said, yo, come over here. This is the new tunnel where we're gonna make some money. Yeah, and yellow makes a good point there. Envy didn't see any profit on what's the name? Envy didn't Envy supposedly got beat on a property that Caesar told him that they was gonna make a multi-family or, or a multi-apartment type mm-hmm. joint or whatever. But those small little flips that you seen Envy doing all over the place, Envy was making a couple of dollars on that. Okay. So think about it this way, right? Once upon a time, they used to have on um HGTV and and all these different things. They used yeah. to have flipping shows about you don't see them no more you don't see them no more but you know what you see those same people having flipping seminars because they realize yeah. the money is actually in giving selling the information not actually doing mm-hmm. the, it's the, same, the same thing like i don't know if you ever read um rich dad poor dad yeah. you know mm-hmm. the guy the guy that wrote the book for rich dad poor dad goes around and does financial seminars you know he speaks about like all right this is how wealth this is how you manage wealth like people do that all the time even right. um you know you see like the different wealth managers and coaches and whatever it is online this what's is all brother, i'm gonna cut you what's that brother we interviewed who's a um he made bread too bro with that we interview with who tour right yeah yeah bread bro yo so how you call it that's this this is the wave of what people are doing they going out and they selling this stuff and i think that if you think about it this way so dj mb right now got his car show thing going on right yeah that's his car show joint if he gets a vendor to come to the car and and this may be you know apples and oranges this may not compare equally but here i'm going with this he gets vendors to come in and somebody says that i restore cars i do car restoration you go there and you be like yo i'm gonna get this dude to restore my car i seen him at dj mb's joint the dude don't restore the car correctly or he never does it does that in turn make dj envy responsible for the dude not restoring your car no no but it messes up dj's credit envy's credibility of, of and that's the yeah an informer that let somebody know you i got i got this hookup yeah he's kind of responsible now. for the vetting process in that yeah he's, you can't trust yeah. his word now <laughs> Yo, why said why he could keep promoting it if he never seen yeah. that you know was the holder of the money until they hit the quota. I don't think I don't think I nah, I don't think DJ Envy that stupid. I think that DJ Envy was getting the bread off the seminars. Yeah, he was packing the house like a party promoter. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like it's That's like you ever go to one of them things where they try to sell you the timeshare where they had the big thing to sit on yeah, in Vegas too? That's there. exactly what it is. He had them in the room, sold them the dream, and then pushed them off to the salesman. Here you I go. go I did my part for your game. So this is a good question. If he's innocent and his money is legit, why is his wife scrubbing her? I know the answer to this. Why is his wife scrubbing her social media pictures? She posted previously with luxury trips and items. Why do you think she would do that? Because they're gonna go after them personal oh, assets. Personal assets. Yeah, personal <laughs> assets. You get all these homes and cars and stuff. <laughs> you know what? Over there, son. Yo, I guarantee you, if if DJ Envy, if there's a civil lawsuit and DJ Envy's name is brought in it, whatever the name of his company is, LLC, they're gonna be suing. They DJ Envy, you don't give up your personal assets. You no. don't give up your personal assets. Yeah, I'm sure he got that set up correctly. He's crazy if he don't. 
Yeah. So like they even tell you he can't ha- he can't even have it as his name. His LLC can't be his name because they could tie that in. Mm-hmm. So I think that if anything, to me, yo, I think I look at it as DJ Envious is guilty of having poor judgment and co-signing right. somebody who you Go know who, who did this stuff. And I think, I, like I said, I could see iHeart stepping in and being like, "Nah, we can't have you." Yeah. Um, because of that, or iHeart using more discernment about who they actually bring up on the Breakfast Club, you know, as right. of, like because what's, what it really seems like is that DJ Envy didn't vet the guy. But here's the other thing, though, that Cesar Pena's history is well known. Like his story, he came on an it's interview, his, yeah, for white collar crime, for white collar crime. So that and goes to show bad. you a dude who's locked up for white collar crime come to you and be like, yo. I could get you a 30% return. Where did we meet this guy at? <laughs> in the pizza shop? Well, you know, you know what happens. He he went in, he went in knowing one thing and came out smarter. Probably so. Yeah. Yeah, probably so. And now um, you know, you listen to C's opinion talk about it, and he's like that Envy wasn't a victim. What he said? Envy wasn't a victim. Envy wasn't a victim, yeah. He wasn't a victim. All 20 of them cases that he's been charged with, Envy was a part and his wife wasn't a part of it. That they weren't a part of it. They weren't a part of it. Yeah, he's not. I he's not a victim. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I, I honestly, I believe that. I believe that Envy is guilty of poor judgment, and and how you call it, and probably you know people gonna look at him because he made that money off them seminars. Just by chance, I wonder how much it costs to actually attend one of them seminars. I don't know. You know they got everybody running from this though now. Yeah, everyone. Steve Killer Mike posted up because he got a picture with with Envy and, and Caesar Pena. Like I ain't got nothing to do with this. He's <laughs> <laughs> bailing now. Niggas like ah. Yeah, he, said it, he never know. he never endorsed them. So anybody that's in a picture with this dude. Some of this, yo, but let me say this though. Some of this, I've listened to some of these stories, and I'm like, yo, you can't. You gotta be shitting me. Like somebody had an investment with the dude where they must have put up. 50 grand or something like that and when it came time to collect this dude caesar must have told them like yo why don't you roll your money over into another property and they would roll their money over into this other alleged property then they would come to collect like three months later and caesar would hit them with the same joint like yo why don't you roll your money over yeah another yeah. property you get more yeah. at what point do you be like yo i actually want yeah, that's exactly what it was. But yo, look at this, look at this. The same way the Will Ponds, the owner of the Mets, all them celebrities and everything got caught with Bernie Madoff also out of green. These these unrealistic returns that you think you're gonna get on these investments. They you had know? to sell a team because of that. That's why they end up selling the team. And, and the pay, remember they was cutting all their good players, trading yep. everybody away for pennies on the dollar. I'm telling you, it's your pitch, man. It's the only way you get by. You gotta pitch a good ass pitch, bro. Nice little curveball. Why do you why yo? Why do you think the um that the police haven't picked up Envy yet? Because there, there, there really isn't any evidence of Envy's wrongdoing other than what yeah. you said. Poor judgment. Poor judgment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yellow, yellow don't like this shit. Envy guilty for father. Heard how to flip houses in prison from a scammer. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been in a prison with Madoff. They didn't check. Yellow, <laughs> yellow on here. You can speak her piece. You got something to say. Yo, he is guilty of that, but I don't know if that's a criminal offense. Yeah, you have to be slightly slow not to think something after. Yo, he has some dude. 
rolled his money over, I think, four times. And then the dude said that Caesar stopped answering the phone. He showed oh, up at Caesar's office. And then Caesar gave him a check, for, I think, for like $10,000 or $15,000. And told him something like, "Yo, don't can't don't cash it yet, or something or whatever." Like, yo. <laughs> I gotta go print some more of these up. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Come on. And he's already, he's already he's already admitted his guilt. He know he's getting locked up. Mm. These people will probably never see that money again, though. No. 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 It's done. Well, I'm now, now, now the justice is him getting the, the civil suit is coming. They're going to anybody with their name, they're going to tie envy everybody in the civil suit of is course. coming. Of course, I heart. That's why I said, yeah, because I, you, I would be trying to sue everybody under the sun, too. Well, Caesar yeah. Pena was up there interviewed a lot of times, though. He was up on that morning, yeah, he, was up there moving, he was moving it. That's what I'm saying. Envy was trafficking, bro. <laughs> 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 trafficking, right? You can bring him in, bro. Yo, so how. How did it last that long with nobody actually ever seeing or owning their property or getting any returns? Somebody has Oh, wait. I got an answer for that. Greed and inflation. <laughs> right. Like, times ain't that easy now. People are like, yo, I need my bread right now. Right. Where's it at? Yo. You said three months, bro. <laughs> yeah. But I'm serious, though. At some point, you're going to be like, damn, like, you know, all right, I got my I, I know I got my money in this or whatever. Like, yo, I need to pull out my money. Where's my money at? Because I feel like he's been tied to Envy now for at least like two years, right? But they were sold a dream, man. Yeah. At, at a time when people were like, you know, I got a little cash. I do want, I need to make some more money. Yeah. Mm. And they got him. There was a lady. That been fucked up. I mean, country, that been fucked up if, if Joe, Fab, and Clue was <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nah, you would have been some other stuff going yeah, on. Hey, to beat that. Yo, what you told, what you doing, son? Yeah. Yo, million dollars down the tube. So who, yo, so who was DJ? Um, who was Angela Yee involved with that she bought all those properties in Detroit? Cause you see her, yeah, she did. Empty, like rehabbing and flipping the houses he got too. That's what I'm saying. Envy made some kind of bread with him. No, but and this is this is how I knew. I'm like, yeah, Envy about to get hit with a crazy civil lawsuit. There was some woman that was sharing her story, and she said that her her husband went to the seminar. And that her husband, um, that they were flipping a property or something like that, and that she wanted to go with Caesar and Caesar's brother. I think Caesar's brother's name was Lucci or something. Wanted to go with him as like the contractor to help um, fix up the property. But the husband was like, "Chill, like yo, I'll do it or whatever." These was like MTA workers, man. Um, was like, "Nah, I'll do it when I get around to it." And she was she convinced her husband to go with them and end up losing like a hundred thousand or something out of it you know so she was like why would dj envy you know put us on to this dude you know if you lose your bread you're gonna start grasping at straws and blaming anybody charlemagne name will probably be in there yeah you know whoever they could think of just will be in there just because too. did you know you know that the problem that envy's got too you know he doubled down this week right instead of him just apologizing and saying basically you know i, I was kind of deceived and i i made a mistake what he, he doubled down and said he don't apologize for who envy yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's think from a legal standpoint. If you, you were make guilt, yeah. Hey, I wouldn't apologize or whatever. I would not. I'd be like, I don't know what you're yo, my standard defense would be like the same shit that he's saying. I'd be like, yo, I um, you know, I I partnered with him on the seminars. You know, I I if you look at the paperwork, I ain't never sell nobody no house. Well, that's what niggas say. I was just a DJ, so that's not <laughs> 
yellow said these people got to be held accountable too though they said a couple of these people never even looked inside the house they sat outside the car and looked at it and just handed their money over at that point you gotta you kind of put up a wood shell so yo how do you even go buy a home no like you could pull a deed on your house too they said that the homes were like in other people's names well that's like that scam they have like scams now where people like send people money to rent shit for houses or excuse me, rent houses and stuff and it's not even their house and stuff like that they so, had a um well the dude one of the dudes that they said that kept rolling his money over and over yeah. again that caesar must have told him like oh we just started construction on the property that you invested in and the dude said he went past the place and there was nothing going on <laughs> yeah. but he said that this was after several months after several months so you got you giving a person even more like you didn't get your initial return back and you keep giving a person even more money that's greed well you know what it is because he's probably hitting them with the like the, the flim flam like you know what the project can't move forward we need more investments and it's it moving faster we need more money to, to move it along material. we don't have enough permits money. and all this other stuff the permits yeah. is held you up and, and you, yeah. you can push you can push back with a lot of construction jargon yeah. yo yeah. if i told you right now i got an investment i'll give you 40 dollars you know how you call it. if you give me 40 dollars i give you 120 dollars in the next three months that may be believable because you're like that's not a substantial yeah. amount of money, yeah. you know? <laughs> but if i told you yo give me four thousand dollars give me four i you know give me four grand and then i give you twelve thousand in three months you wouldn't be I like yo don't that sound like the old scams that have been on fucking uh, uh instagram give me oh, yeah. yo give you know what that sound like that sound like the street that's what that yeah. sounds like <laughs> you gotta put their money and ticket the fan or something. <laughs> that sound like the street like yeah. somebody getting a pack and, and you know heading up town what would make you think what would make you think that somebody you could put that, that money that fast when you're greedy you think anything can happen you know and here's the other thing like who were the attorneys that were signing the stuff for that's what i'm saying like the people the actual people who bought the property who were their attorneys about it is, people? Do you even know if these are even attorneys? The way we talking about this, this could nobody's checking anything. It could have been. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So imagine me sitting in a courthouse complaining about this, and then the attorney that's questioning me about it, I'll be like, nah, I ain't have no attorney because I seen Caesar Pena with DJ. <laughs> yeah. DJ Envy said it was okay for, for me to give, <laughs> give Caesar Pena a hundred thousand dollars. That's not nuts to you. Sad. Yeah, we didn't even okay. give him a receipt. <laughs> it, it's sad, and this is, and this is why, this is why we are in the position where like, people just take things off of face value, bro. No one researches anything. No one asks any questions about nothing. Even if it's fishy, even if it's fishy, you're still saying that four grand gonna give me twelve grand. Mm. One thing yeah. is gonna happen, right? Send two hundred and then get a thousand. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I, I don't know. Yellow said, I feel like Envy may not have known in the beginning, but he definitely knew some shit wasn't right later, and said or did nothing for those people. I believe that. I believe at some point he probably, you know, somebody probably DM'd yeah. them something and was like, "Yo, what's up with your man Caesar?" You know, I haven't yeah. heard from him. I, I can see I, that. I've seen, and, th and this is, I'm gonna just say this. This feels like a little bit of karma for Envy, sometimes in his interview, yeah, he's, he can be condescending and way left field with a lot of his question <laughs> asking and the things he says. I'm like, 
in yourself when you said that before you said that, Envy? Well, Flex is going in. Flex, Flex is laying him out. Yeah, Flex. How does a pedophile sit across the table from a scammer? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are through. Oh, my God. But Pena is, is, is adamant, and this is not Envy's fault, and they got to do with it, and... Ain't nobody gonna believe him because he's fucked up now. Yeah. Yo, you seen they said something like that? Envy ratted on him. Envy <laughs> <laughs> to Envy need to start turning states right now. I'm sure they can get whatever information from um from Envy. But if I was Envy's attorney, I would tell him, yo, my standard defense would be like, yo, I only thing I did with him was the seminars. We had other vendors at the seminar. You see the credit dude came forward too, the dude that was working with them. I was envy man. And his beef with envy is that he that envy was supposed to be a partial owner of his business but wasn't promoting him. That's crazy. So lesson learned I think for all of this is just you know like you should you gotta be careful who you endorse. Careful who you endorse, careful who you in bed with, who you doing business with. Um be mindful because you know the, the things that are happening out here they're they're designed to take out distract distract us from what it is that we probably looking to do there's so much things that just block us from doing the shit we're supposed to do every day and here we are you know what i'm saying yeah it's a lot going on man mm-hmm. in order to snitch envy has to have information that's true inside yeah. wrongdoings which makes him guilty I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I just don't find out yellow yellow keep lawyers away. Yo, I just don't I think people give, I think people give an envy a lot more credit. I just don't see envy as an intellectual. Like I don't well, and that's, see and that's my thing. <laughs> and that's my thing. Take it, yo, no disrespect. The wise disrespect. Part, <laughs> yeah, right afterwards. Here it comes. Here comes the disrespect. No disrespect. 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 The light don't shine very bright, man. I'm listening to interviews by this gentleman, man. I'm like, you don't know that? Like, why? I'm, I'm sure Tyrese is laughing right now. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, how things turn around for him that fast. Like, bro, he's been doing a lot of just. Yo, yellow. <laughs> I cover court cases for a living. I know it. <laughs> yeah, yellow trolling. Envy is out of here. Envy might be gone. So yeah, nah, 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 nah. I, don't, I don't think so. I just think that you know his—he's the type of dude that if he got roped into it, he probably you know what was going on. Yeah, like, he, I just, you know, like, I ain't do nothing. You're right. I, I might. You know that. what? I hope might try to like you say censor the guests and stuff, but. I don't think they'll get rid of him right away because they just lost Angela Lee and that show just fall apart. You can't just have this. They have to have some kind of transition or get another host or somebody in there. They're probably slowly phasing out. They did what? Didn't they, have, didn't they implement Just Hilarious? It, nah, they've like, been rotating. Yeah, they rotate people oh, in and out. They rotating like different hosts. Yeah, I just don't. I, I could see if iHeart got like heat put on them from people and like by like advertisers and stuff like that them dropping him but yeah, as far as like from a criminal standpoint i think he should be high from a criminal standpoint and i think that he'll probably be tied up in litigation for a minute from a yeah. civil standpoint because any lawyer you know any lawyer i think that has common sense would list him in a civil case yeah, especially and, and and um yella and that's the reason why the wife is probably scrubbing 
social media, like the lavish items and all that, because in the event you lose a civil case, you know, the burden of proof in a civil court is significantly less than what it is in a criminal court. Mind you, remember, OJ got found innocent in criminal court, but found guilty in, in civil. civil court. So, you know, you could get off by <laughs> criminal <laughs> law. You want to take your money. So somebody could come and be like, yo, I'm going to need them Lambos or whatever you got. You know what? It's, it's right. iHeart, like, they, they could go back and say iHeart was irresponsible with who they put up there, who they promoted. I would if I was, yo, if yeah. I was earning from one of these people, I'd be throwing everything. That's what I said. I, yo, I need Charlemagne, Angela Yee, iHeart, Envy, yeah. Envy's wife, Credit Man. Anybody you could think of. You got to list everybody in it to try to, you know, you shoot, you shoot your shot. You see what you come up with. See which one stick. That's it. Person that gets stuck. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy, though? Like uh, that you could be found innocent in criminal court, but then guilty. Civil court. So in criminal court, the court of law says that OJ didn't off those women. <laughs> civil court, in civil court, you had something to do with, bro. Still responsible. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> catching that body. And that may, yo, that may be it for um for for envy. You know, that may be the end result of it. Like, okay, so you didn't quite know what was going on you wasn't in on it but the fact that you brought this dude to the table there's some financial responsibility for you that's a hell of a lot of restitution because from what i hear dude built a lot of people yeah that's Bro, a lot of money involved well you might be able to secure dj envy for your party soon he'll be available soon rates just went down uh, you need to get crazy. volume on the gigs now shoot Closing words. He's gonna have a podcast. Closing words. Yeah, yeah. What you got? I got something funny for you. So, California recently, they people were going around saying they banned Skittles. (laughs) California, yeah, California banned, I guess, the products in Skittles. So people thought that they banned actual Skittles, the candy. So Mm -hmm. they also went after too, because in other countries, Skittles you can't eat. They like. All the Kellogg series like Fruit Loops and Apple Toast. Jack and the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they got chemicals in there that are not there. Actually, not. So look, look forward to seeing now in America they're gonna start banning some of these different things or changing them, changing the formulas. It's about time. It's about time. Yeah, listen, I'm suing everyone, even the man who sold envious cars with my money. <laughs> <laughs> you took that money, knowing <laughs> scam them. Yeah. Yellow, we're gonna have to retain your 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 expertise. Oh man. <laughs> keep you off keep your payroll with us or something. I don't know, man. Mm. If you are lazy, you can give it MV the business thing. Yellow, they gonna break them down to muffin money, right? He gonna be on YouTube panhandling. Let me tell you, there's two people that gonna be following this case. Yellow mm-hmm. and Master Flex. Lord knows. <laughs> anything happens to Envy, he gonna know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rob. Listen, man. Um, just be mindful, people. Just be mindful. Be mindful in the days and times where we are, because a lot of things like this happen. People get scammed all over the place. Our children are losing their minds because they're so inundated. I don't know if I said that wrong. My wife always told me I say it wrong. <laughs> inundated. So much inundated. Inundated. And they, they, they get 
so much distraction for them that they can't focus on one thing. But they still want to smoke, drink, and hang out, do all these things. I'm, all I'm saying is to be mindful. Be mindful. Ask questions, man. It, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't that serious. Bro. Just be mindful. That's all. Yeah. Yo, I, um, I think this should be a cautionary tale to people, man. Like, you know, all money ain't good money. You know, fast money. You know, trying to trying to flip that money and, and get a quick return sometimes is not good. It's unfortunate though because you look at like regular common folk that was probably trying to make a couple of dollars. People took that yeah, out of MTA MTA workers. You know, they were like, "Look, I'm tired of living in the Bronx or Co-op City or whatever. I'm trying to go live with a white or white plains or Westchester." Come on, man. Just help a brother out. And then you got the dude on the radio who's always promoting curveballs. That's why. That's why. <laughs> Yo, if you tuned in late and you didn't catch the beginning, we talked a little bit at the beginning. I was telling people that I think one of the things that we're going to make a commitment to as a podcast is um, getting back to bringing your regular content. Like, we slowed down um, a little bit, but we're going to get back to at least at a bare minimum our once a week episodes whether we have a guest or whether we're having a conversation like this you know i'm looking forward to it we invite you guys to join the conversation also um one thing we don't do that other other podcasts do or other people on youtube do is bring other people up on the platform um i think we gotta stay away from that because there's a lot of weirdos on youtube (laughs) There's a lot of weirdos on YouTube that you don't want to be affiliated with. But, you know, I invite people to join the conversation in the chat, even if, you know, you have an opposing view of anything that we're saying here. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to jump out the window and block you. You know, like, discourse is a good thing. You know, there's, there's none of us up here or above somebody giving us new information to change our opinion or influence our opinion in a different manner so with that being said thank you everybody for pulling up to the no ideas original podcast we'll catch y'all next week next week we supposed to have an interview a really really good interview if people are familiar with um with violator you know um violator from back in the days if you think about it red alert cool dj red alert we supposed to be having an interview with the og violator possibly to end the next week um and then we also got we have the other um we have the artist Midas also. So Was that Thursday and Friday? Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. We're just waiting for con- con- confirmation from um OG Violator, but definitely we already got confirmation from Midas. So looking forward to continuing to bring you guys interviews and good conversation. Peace everybody. Thank Peace. you everybody for playing. Salute from the No Ideas Original Podcast. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.